0: Hello friends, and welcome to the No Bad Shifts podcast. A show for nursing students, new nurses, and all those in healthcare devoted to helping others and making the world for patients a better place. I'm Nurse Studa, your host, here to offer nursing tips, stories, motivation, and conversations with some of my favorite healthcare professionals so we can better learn to collaborate to make the hospital a more positive and supportive environment. Remember, with the right mindset, you really can learn from every day, and there really are no bad shifts. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of No Bad Shifts. I'm Nurse Duda. And today I wanted to talk about studying tips. So for anyone that is in nursing school or planning to start nursing school, chances are somewhere along the way you will or have already Googled studying tips for nursing school, how to study in nursing school, how to study and get through an accelerated program, top studying tips to get A's in nursing school. You know, the list goes on and on and you can find tons of information on this. Today, I wanted to just kind of skim over a lot of these tips that you're going to read and break them down a little bit, but also give you some like non-traditional tips that really helped me get through the program, especially because it went so quick. So as you know, I did an accelerated program. It was technically only 11 months. It felt like it was in like 50 times speed. And because of this, it felt like there was really no time to just stay fixated and stuck using patterns that just weren't working for me. So as I tried different learning techniques and studying techniques, I pretty much just kept the things that worked and immediately dropped the things that didn't. So I do think one thing that really helped me was just being able to pivot very quickly because I did watch some students who just kept doing the same thing over and over, even though it wasn't working for them. So as you're looking through some of these lists, or listening to other podcasts about getting through nursing school, or reading blog posts, just remember that you know you the best. And some of these things are great for some people and will help you to totally succeed. But also some of these things are just going to waste your time. So you are 100% going to read so many blog posts that say to create a study schedule, to break up your studying into smaller chunks, make sure you reward yourself, use flashcards, use concept mapping, rewrite your notes, take practice quizzes, use a planner to stay organized, make sure you get enough sleep, exercise, eat well, join a study group, and just to like stay motivated. And while yes, I do think so many of these things are very practical advice and things that you probably kind of already can predict. I think these are very generic towards like anybody who's studying anything, which is great. Yes, of course, we need to make plans. We need to make to-do lists. We need to be organized. We have to take care of our bodies and, you know, have a community so you don't feel alone. All great stuff. But now before you get like so attached to any of these ideas or suggestions, I really want you to try to keep an open mind and be ready to drop any of these things that aren't working for you. So, maybe you're just getting out of high school, maybe you're going back for an accelerated program, or maybe you're just doing a regular program but already have an undergraduate degree. You probably already know a lot about yourself. You know if you need to spend extra time time in the beginning of a semester getting organized. Or you know if flashcards have worked for you in the past. And that is all really great information. And at the same time, try not to be so fixated on studying the same way you've always studied your entire life. Nursing school is totally different than probably anything you have ever studied. And I think we should take that approach that we're going to make our way through this program by doing things we've never done before. Maybe you are someone who could Just read the book, take the test, get an A. That alone probably won't work in nursing school. Maybe you're someone who could just listen to the lecture and then re listen to the lecture again, go take the test, get an A again. That alone. Probably won't get you through nursing school. However, if those things have worked, they will be a huge help to get you started and to help build your foundation of where you're going to launch off of. So, yes, of course, I think it's so important to get some kind of study schedule together. I do think spending some time in the beginning of your semester writing out all your projects, any papers, all the tests for all the different classes, because you want to be able to break apart like what you need to focus on per day to make sure you're allotting enough time to every subject that you're studying and then when it comes to your actual like study sessions like see what works best for you for me personally I don't do well with the 20 minutes on five minutes off some people that works great for maybe you do really well studying in a coffee shop I invite you to try it tried it not for me no matter how much I wanted to sit in a coffee shop and rewrite all my nursing notes and look really cute drinking a latte not for me what worked best for me was to go to the library really early and sit in like a little cubby hole and just put my head down by myself and re-listen to lectures and rewrite my notes and just spend a long time studying in one spot by myself. Of course, I would take breaks get up, walk around. I was in the city so sometimes I'd take a loop around outside or walk to city hall but for the most part I know what worked for me. So maybe in the beginning you take time and try to go to a coffee shop, try to go to the library, try to set up a space in your house or in your apartment. I had the cutest little apartment and had an adorable desk with like motivational quotes everywhere but it just didn't work for me and so instead of trying to force that to work I knew I just had to drop it and find something that worked for me. You will see online, a lot of people will suggest that you know what type of learner you are. So somewhere along the lines, you probably did one of those VARC questionnaires. It shows you how you learn best. You know, there's the visual, there's auditory there's reading and writing, and then kinesthetic. Of course, yes, I do think it is so helpful to know what kind of learning comes most natural to you. However, I'm also going to argue that I think you should spend time trying to pick up other learning styles and be able to fine-tune other ways to intake information. Of course, yes, learning what works best for you is probably going to be your primary means of studying, at least in the beginning, but Personally, I realize that being able to utilize all of the learning styles is going to be most beneficial to you. Because, of course, being a nurse, you are constantly reading things. You are learning by watching other procedures and skills be done. You are listening to people teach you in real time. And, of course, you're going to learn hands-on. But you are going to have to draw on all these different learning styles to be the best nurse that you can be. And I think the same goes for nursing school. Sometimes for me, learning a big process of something happening in the body, it did help me to follow along to something visually on YouTube. So I'm able to see the whole process break down and what's going on in the body and different organs acting together. And that made sense to me. Another thing that really helped me was to actually open up the PowerPoint before class and just skim through it. I know you probably have homework to read 50 pages before coming to class. And personally, that was really overwhelming for me. And to be completely honest, after my first quarter, I didn't buy a single textbook. I realized that the majority of our test questions were coming straight from our PowerPoints and the lecture. And honestly, too much information overload just overwhelmed me, and I realized that focusing just on the PowerPoints and what the professor was saying was a million times more helpful. So take notice in class when your teacher says, this is a nice to know, and this is a need to know, or you'll be seeing this information again, or I put a star behind that one. Like, actually do it, because I guarantee you you will absolutely see that information in some way, shape, or form on the test. My next piece of advice, whether you are truly an auditory learner or not, is to ask if you are allowed to record the lectures. Once I learned that this is where pretty much our whole test was coming from, I thought it was just so much more helpful to go back and replay the lectures at like 1.25 speed, even if I was just taking a walk or going to the gym, but at least like letting myself passively intake that information. So when the time came that I sat down to actually rewrite my notes and really dive into the material that I needed to study— I probably had already listened to the lecture the first time and maybe another time or even a third time. And then when it came to diving into my notes, it was so nice to be able to go back into the recording and make sure that I have like the most important information written down. Because when you're sitting in class and typing your notes out while the professor is talking, it's really hard to catch everything. So always make sure to ask that this is something that you're allowed to do because I do remember hearing not every professor or class will let you do this. But if you're allowed to, like, definitely record it because it will never hurt to have should you ever need to go back and clarify something or listen through one more time to make sure everything makes sense. Again, this is why I think it's so important to experiment with all the learning styles because I never would have considered myself an auditory learner, but as the program went on, I realized that there just wasn't enough physical time to study only when I was able to sit down and read and write or watch YouTube videos, and it really benefited me to be able to listen to these recordings of our lecture or even just listen to a YouTube video in the background while I was cooking or exercising in my apartment or while I was at the gym or while I was driving or walking or whatever it is. But I realized that I could use this off time to still be intaking that information while still being able to do other productive things in my life. Because it felt like in the beginning, studying was taking up so much of my time. But if you can start to incorporate it in other things in your life, you feel like you're still able to go for walks, you can still go for a bike ride. You can still take your time at the grocery store. You can still, I don't know, go garden or paint or go for a hike outside. Because I bet when you look at any information on the internet, they're going to tell you to make sure you take time for yourself and do things that make you happy. And for me, getting A's really made me happy. But yes, also going to the gym and exercising and not that I love to cook, but just eating well did make me feel better. So combining these things really made me feel like I was making much better use of my time, and I noticed how much quicker I was learning and retaining the information. Another thing I did along these same kind of terms that at the time was a little bit weird, uh, and my friends made fun of me for it, I actually bought a little recorder that I would read through my notes and I would actually record myself talking as if I was teaching the class and I was just pulling out like the most important information that didn't really make sense to me or stuff that I knew was going to be on the test. And I would take my hour long lecture and condense it into my own little class that was only like 25 to 30 minutes. And then I would take those recordings and listen to them again while I was walking or taking the subway to class or while I was cleaning or cooking. And I remember my friends were like, Lindsay, are you listening to yourself? And I was like, guys, yes, you know, I'm really weird. Of course, I'm listening to myself re-record the lectures. And they're like, oh, my God, you're so weird, Erica. I'm looking at you. But uh, yeah, I totally encourage you to be a little weird. Get your phone open your voice memo app, and just press record and just start talking out your lecture. Again, pulling out the most important information so that you can sift out the BS and then just re-listen to the things that are the biggest priority. And if you feel weird trying to do this, let me make you feel better by playing a little clipping from nursing student Duda back in 2017. Page 10, we have cirrhosis. Um... So basically, our functional liver tissue is replaced by fibrous tissue, and it forms these constrictive bands, and it disrupts the flow in the vascular and the bile channels because of these these abnormal lobules, Um, and this is a cause for portal hypertension. So I encourage you to just give it a try, be able to laugh at yourself. And who knows, maybe someday you'll be starting a podcast and you can reach out to me and let me know that you first started recording yourself in nursing school. So sliding into the reading, writing, learning style, I used to always take my notes from my PowerPoint that I wrote in class and I would actually convert them into a Word document. So everything was like nice and neat. And for me, it just flowed so much more smoothly, kind of like reading a story more than flipping through PowerPoint slide after PowerPoint slide, which felt super choppy for my brain. And I would make it look really pretty and print it out. And then from there, I would spend time going through pages page by page and just making sure that everything makes sense to me. I would draw little pictures on the side. I would highlight. I would color. And then ultimately what I would do is once those notes made really good sense to me, I would get plain pieces of paper and just start rewriting the notes. Again, just pulling out the most important information. So my study guide that was originally 15 pages would now become five. And then once that got really good, I would condense it down to like one page of just like the most important things that I like kept tripping up or certain lab values or a certain process that I was confused about. And by the end going into my test, that was pretty much all I was looking at. So of course, yes, this is why it's so important to start all your stuff early. So as you start to find what works for you, you allow yourself enough time to streamline this process and go through every single step of it. So as time went on, I realized other people also do the same thing. And we used to actually, like, share our notes just to make sure that we all are getting the same information and that we are all kind of on the same page of what we think is the most important information. Because in my notes, I used to, like, bold, italicize, and, like, highlight and make, like, certain sentences bigger that we all knew would probably be on the test. So while study groups didn't really work for me, I did benefit a lot from sharing notes with other students because we all hear things a little bit different. We all look at this information and can pull out different things that we all think are really, really important or could imagine being a test question. And it really helped to be able to share that information with each other. So for me, while study groups didn't really work that well, I felt like some people thought that they were smarter than other people, and sometimes I felt dumb asking certain questions in like a bigger group, I did find one person that we used to wake up super early and would get to the library and we would just power through all of our notes, trying to talk it out loud. We used to go for walks and again, take our notes out and we just walk through the city, talk out loud. We would explain things to each other. We would like interject and like point out different things that we think like, oh, that's probably going to be a question. Oh yeah, you're right. That's probably going to be another question. Oh yeah, that's probably going to be a select I'll apply. Oh, we know that that's going to be a priority question. And just bouncing ideas off each other was like so helpful. So look around your classroom and see who has a similar like personality as you or it just seems like your personalities would vibe really well. Because for the most part, I like to be really independent and I like to just put my head down by myself and just study a lot on my own. But I can say that having a friend to talk through these things with and just to like stay super motivated with was really, really helpful. Another tip that probably every blog post, every YouTube video that you watch will tell you is to do a lot of practice questions. And I honestly cannot emphasize this enough. I actually suggest this to students that are not even in nursing school, but are starting in the fall, to just start doing NCLEX questions. Every test is going to probably have a similar structure. They're probably never going to ask you, what is the normal level of potassium? No, they're going to tell you that your patient's potassium came back at 2.7, and what should you do as the nurse? Should you place seizure pads? Should you be checking their neuro status every hour? Should you put oxygen on them or should you place them on telly? It is almost always going to be some kind of critical thinking question or some kind of application question and is never going to be, hi, look, I memorized this fact. Here's the answer. By the way, we should be monitoring that patient's telly and be asking for potassium replacement ASAP. But the only way to get really good at answering these kinds of questions is by doing tons of NCLEX questions and at the same time reading the answer and the rationales behind everything. So that way you clearly know why the correct answer is what it is, but also why the other ones aren't the answer. As you start to do more and more, it will make more sense. But I totally encourage you to either purchase or download one of the NCLEX apps. And on nights that you just don't feel like going through your notes or listening to another lecture one more time, just pull up your app. And if you're learning about cardiac stuff, pull up a section on cardiac and just fly through some questions. This is a great way to feel like you are still being productive and studying, but you don't have to go to the total effort of pulling out your notes and getting out your markers and rewriting everything or going through one more time. You can literally just like lay in bed and just bang out 50 questions and then reward yourself with scrolling on Instagram or watching Netflix. And finally, one of my last pieces of advice for those of you that are still trying to find your groove of studying in nursing school, especially if you're a hands-on learner, is if you find yourself struggling with a certain disease or a certain diagnosis that you are learning about in class, when you go to your clinicals, ask your instructor if they could ask either the charge nurse or someone on the unit if any of those patients have whatever it is that you're struggling with. I mean, I know this is essentially the point of clinical, is to be able to relate everything you're learning in class into the real world. But I think sometimes we get so caught up in our care plans and passing medications that sometimes it's easy to overlook the opportunity to actually take a closer look at something that you're struggling with in real life to help you to apply that knowledge into your actual classwork as well. So for me, I remember in nursing school and even as a newer nurse, I really struggled with like the whole biliary system and like the liver and the gallbladder and the pancreas. Like, I don't know. I just constantly got it confused. And so for me, I remember working with a specific patient during my clinicals who came in with nausea and abdominal pain and was positive for gallstones. And it was so helpful to be able to review like the scans that they did and that they were planning to take that patient to the OR to do a laparoscopic cholecystectomy. And then I remember my instructor and I talking about how it could turn into an open chole and looking at. her med list I could see that you know she was on certain antibiotics because of the risk for infection and they were giving her a decent amount of pain medicine that she had fluids going and just being able to see all of that was like so helpful to be able to make sense of how someone's going to present and what they're going to look like and what tests they're going to do to figure this out and then how are we going to fix this and that just really stuck with me so when it came time to answering these questions on the test I was able to relate it back to a real real patient with a real face and a real story. So just don't forget to bring whatever you feel like you need to learn to clinical. I do think a lot of instructors are very open to helping you to apply this knowledge to help you in the classroom and vice versa. But regardless of how you choose to study and how you choose to get through nursing school, I encourage you to just be open-minded, listen to your friends, see what your friends are doing to study, and And be open to trying things out. And at the same time, be ready to just drop and pivot whatever isn't working for you. And I think you will very quickly settle into a nice routine that works for you and is going to help you to succeed. And just remember that you know you the best and you know what will and won't work for you. And don't be afraid to say no to anything that is not for you. Thank you for listening. I invite you to rate and review the show. And please feel free to send this to any student that you might have in your life that you feel could benefit from this. And as always, I hope you have an amazing day and may you find light in every shift. Until next time.